ladies, and welcome to the Amazing Bible Dot Book Club. I'm Julie Callio, your host, and thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedules to tune in with me today. If by chance you want to contact me, you can do that at vab.bc.pc at gmail.com. In today's lesson, we hear God speak. As soon as Elihu finished, God began. And verse 1 of chapter 38 says, Then the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind and said, Job had asked for this very moment, and now he gets it. Then verses 2 and 3 set the stage. Who is this that darkens counsel by words without knowledge? As a reminder, here God is talking to Job. Gird up now your loins. In other words, put your big boy pants on. For I will demand of you, and now you will answer me. Now comes the questions. The first, where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? The first set of questions deal with the creation of the world. Then the questions move to the operation of the world, such as, do you direct the sun where to rise and where to set? Then in verse 21 of chapter 38, we hear a bit of sarcasm from the Lord. Do you know the answers? Because you were born, because the number of your days are so great. Even if Job was an ancient one, like Elihu said, it is nothing. Nothing in comparison to the Almighty. Do you know where the treasury of snow and hail are? Have you entered them? I don't know about you, but I didn't even know there was one. Then the Lord moves into the animal kingdom. Do you feed the lions? In the King James Version, it says in verse 9 of chapter 39, Will the unicorn be willing to serve you? Did you get the peacock her wings? Did you give the horse strength? Then in verse 1 it says, Moreover, the Lord answered Job and said, Will he that contendeth with the Almighty instruct him? He that corrects God, let him answer these questions. Then Job answered the Lord, Behold, I am vile. What should I answer you? I will put my hand over my mouth. I spoke once, but I will not answer. Oh, yes, twice I spoke, but I will proceed no more. But the Lord was not done yet. A second time the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind and said again, Put your big boy pants on and I will demand of you and you declare to me. Will you break up my judgments? And will you condemn me that you may be righteous? Do you have an arm like God? Or can your voice thunder like his? Can you dress yourself with majesty and excellence? Can you array yourself with glory and beauty? That's chapter 40 verses 8 through 11. And I don't know if you've noticed this yet, ladies, but every one of God's questions, the answer that Job would give was, no, I can't do that. Nope, can't do that. Nope, didn't even know that was there. Nope, can't do that. 
then God goes into dealing with fellow human beings. Can you, in your wrath, bring low a proud person? Can you put a wicked person in their place? Again, the answer is no. I can barely take care of myself, let alone anybody else. The Lord then talks of two great creatures, the behemoth and the leviathan. Now, many commentators try to explain these creatures as possibly being an elephant or a crocodile or something along those lines. But I think they're bigger than that because humanity has been able to tame them as much as a wild animal can be tamed. Then Job answers in chapter 42. And that, my friends, is tomorrow's lesson. So stay tuned. Ladies, when life becomes so overwhelming, many times this is one of the sections of scripture that I go running to. This passage reminds me that number one, the world has so much going on and I am just a speck. But the main point is number two, God is the Almighty. He truly does have the whole world in his hands. It also reminds me that I don't really want to be in charge of everything. In a book called An Introduction to the Old Testament Poetic Books by C. Hassel Bullock, he quotes Johannes Peterson's book, Israel, Its Life and Culture. The quote says, Job must subject himself to the mighty will of God, trusting to the fact that man has his righteousness and God has his. And when they do not harmonize, then it is not that God's justice goes against that of man and suspends it, but that it transcends it and goes deeper than man is able to penetrate. It's like a puzzle where we are one piece in the midst of this big picture. God's ways are beyond us and we just cannot fully comprehend them. I took a class on the Trinity, and one of the things the professor continued to say over and over again, God is the creator, and we are the created, and there is a vast gap between the two. C. Hassel Bullock also says, Yet the fact that God was speaking these words to Job involves the existential truth that man is very important to him. I don't know if you noticed, but God does not answer the why question. But for Job, experiencing God in the whirlwind and hearing God speak was enough. I don't understand why God healed my son and yet others do not get healed. Truth is, there are so many things I do not understand. But I know the one who does understand. And maybe, just maybe, when I die and I am in the presence of the Almighty because of Jesus, maybe then I'll see the puzzle completed and the why questions answered. Or maybe I won't care about that stuff anymore because I'll see Jesus face to face. So today, ladies, if you hear God speaking to you, maybe it's not in a whirlwind, but maybe it's a still small voice. Don't harden your hearts. 
Instead, let's be women who pray and obey. Until next time, and thank you so much for listening.